Business Radio X, and I am Mark Galvin, your host. We're coming to you live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio inside the Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. We are so glad you are here on this, um, well, I shouldn't say beautiful day. We are dealing with a little bit of overcast here in Atlanta, but it is the winter, and the great thing is, is uh, even though we're in the middle of not-so-great weather, spring's around the corner, and spring in Atlanta is absolutely always fantastic. Thank you for being here. We talk about business and social media and business and marketing. We help you make your business better. So we've got lots of great stuff that we put out on YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter, and on Facebook. You can check out any of our past shows there. When you get to any of those channels, please subscribe. If you subscribe, you'll get a notification when we go live and never miss any of our wonderful content. If you would like to join today's show, just put a little uh, put a little note there in the chat box. Even though we're at Business Radio X, I've got it right here on my screen. We can drop your question right in the middle of the show. So please feel comfortable dropping a question to us. We'd love to answer that. So what are we going to talk about today? We're going to talk about SEO. Now, I know we've talked about SEO in the past, but we've got an expert today that you want to stick around and hear some awesome information about how local SEO works. We're going to get into a little bit on how social media interacts with the uh, SEO world and how you can use social to make your website more potent. So stick around. we got great things we're going to talk about. So who is our guest today? He is Mark Apple with Forward Push. And let me tell you a little bit about Mark. Mark is the founder of Forward Push, and it is an organization based here in Atlanta. They are a full-service marketing firm, and Mark's got some great experience. This is someone who has worked with Starbucks and CBS Radio, Clear Channel Radio, and more, and he's written two books, and he's about to launch one this uh, this spring called The Complete Marketing Guide for Lawyers. Uh, you can see this is someone who knows a lot about what he's doing, and his name is Mark Apple. Mark, welcome to the show. How are you, sir? Excellent, Mark. Thanks for having me. I am glad you are here. I know you from some local organizations. You and I uh, rub elbows a good bit, and I know that you do some great work. So I'm thrilled you can make a little time to come out and join us today. Excellent. Appreciate it. So tell me a little bit about Forward Push. I gave a little bit of a hint of what you guys do. What else do you guys do besides the, the we're going to talk about SEO, mm -hmm. but what else uh, do you guys offer? We're a full service marketing agency. We primarily work with lawyers, doctors, okay. and financial professionals. And we have a whole division devoted to small businesses, which is probably where we will center our conversation today. Outstanding. Yeah, and our services not only include SEO, but website design and development. We are writing blogs for our clients. We're producing videos. We're taking care of their social media. We're running their paid ad campaigns. It is really soup to nuts, all based on an individual strategy for that client. So not all those clients get all of those things, just what they need. You told me in a couple of conversations that you like to offer real customized service. So you like to understand mm -hmm. what someone needs and deliver exactly what they need. You don't push them into spaces that they don't really need. A hundred percent true. You know, right. I love those conversations where a prospect will come to us and they'll say, I need to do social media. I need to do SEO. I need to make videos. 
and you ask them why, and they usually answer, well, my competitor's doing it. <laughs> right. With no idea if it's actually working for their competitor exactly. or not. Is it actually increasing their bottom line, or maybe that competitor is just wasting time? Good. So yeah. maybe you don't need to do any of those things you think you need to do. We actually like to start looking at the data first. So diving deep into Google Analytics, Google Search Console, looking at their social media reports, looking at a wide range of real data, then you can actually determine maybe what you should be doing and what you shouldn't be doing. I Well, first of all, that's one of the reasons why I wanted you to have on the show today. You understand the nuts and bolts that goes into marketing. People, well, I've heard this phrase a lot when it comes to marketing, that there's a lot of smoke and mirrors. And there are a lot of folks out there who will sell a lot of services whether someone needs them or not. So I appreciate you making the time to come in today. I mentioned at the beginning of the show, we're gonna talk a little bit about SEO. We've had people join us and talk about SEO in the past, but the reason I wanted you to share some of this today is because of that knowledge. You've talked about local SEO and that it is so important. Talk a little bit about local SEO and why local is a big keyword when you, you know, frame it with SEO. Yeah. Well, let me give you a stat from yesterday. So yesterday there were 4.9 billion, that's with a B, Wow. Google searches in the world. Wait, 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 now wait a minute. How do you know there were 4.9 billion? Do you sit well, at your desk and count? I count them one by <laughs> one. Lucky for me, there's a website, I think it's called Live Internet Stats. Okay. It'll actually cool. show you what's happening in real time. Live internet stats, fantastic. That so, I do have on my desktop yes. running at all times. 4.9 billion. So those billions of searches, okay. about half, about 47%, somebody put in local intent words, meaning they put in near me, hmm. they put in maybe the name of their city, okay. maybe they put in their zip code. Got it. Because half of us, when we're searching online, we are looking for the Chinese restaurant near me. Sure. We're looking for the golf store near me. Mm -hmm. We're looking for that chiropractor near me. So even though we're on the internet, even though we're doing searching, we still want to work with local businesses because there's a lot of local stuff that we want to have access to. I need a local plumber. I don't want one out of Washington State as Ex an example. Exactly, and right. you are probably going to search for best plumber near me. Good. Best plumber near Brookhaven. Me. You know something? I don't ever search that, that way. I always plug in my local city, but I could plug in near me and the system knows where I am. It knows more about you than you think. I know, yes. Right? So okay, that's so that's local do. SEO. Mm -hmm. Do I need to care about that if I'm a local business? Most certainly. How does that work? Well, there's a couple different ways. Certainly there's the Google way, which is behind the scenes. Okay. So have you optimized your website to let Google know where you are? Uh huh. The flip side of it is the forward facing side. What actual customers or clients see? Got is it. your address on your website? Do you have pages devoted to the certain cities that you work in? So if you're a service-based business, like you mentioned, like a plumber, you probably are a plumber that works in Atlanta, and then we could go down to all the little neighborhoods in Atlanta, or and you can do this for any city that you know where your listeners are at right now. But you can see how this works because of our habits as people. I actually don't want the plumber that covers Atlanta. I want the one that covers my neighborhood. You bet. Oh, absolutely. Right? And so if you are not telling Google what your service area is, mm. so we'll continue to riff off this. Yep. This Atlanta plumber, maybe they only cover a 10 mile radius from their office. Okay. 
Okay. But maybe their competitor covers 50 miles. Mm. Well, how would Google know how far? Well, you got to tell it, I'm assuming, Exactly. Right? So you, and right. And so users as well. So you need to have these pages on your site that not only maybe give an indication to a user, you'll see this a lot sometimes in the footer of a website where it will say, we serve these areas. Mm-hmm. You'll see a bunch of cities listed. So I got a question about that. Mm-hmm. If, if I put that on my website, Google's not going to know what that means. I still need to tell Google that my service area is X, right? Yes and no. It's okay. a pretty smart algorithm. Sure. And it can read the service areas we cover. It understands what that means. Okay, all right. And underneath that, if you have a list of cities, and each of those cities links to a page on your website that talks about one of the neighborhoods, so the okay. neighborhood where you live, for instance. Right. Well, then you're even giving more information. Okay. Not only is that great for Google to understand, saying, oh, this plumber here operates in this neighborhood. But for the user, as a user, you want to be able to read your city name so that you know you're not going to be wasting your time right. calling this plumber, filling out a form. It feels more natural. Callback. Much more natural. Right. Yeah. And that's the thing. You know, We can joke all about Google knowing everything about you, and it knows what you're going to do before you do it. And certainly, I don't want to get into a discussion about privacy, but at the <laughs> end of the day, how great is it? that it knows where you're located and is going to serve you the best answer so that you actually don't get a website from a plumber in North Carolina right? when you actually want one here in Atlanta. Yeah, I've always, not always, I've used the example uh, that, and this will happen in the future, that uh, as I go to the local grocery store and my wife has said, hey, um, honey, go pick up some milk. And I go to the grocery store and I'm standing at the line and I forgot the milk, but I bought the beer. So I got the beer in my hand. Eventually, that the systems, there will be a system that's hooked up to the grocery store that say, don't you want to get some milk? Yes. <laughs> now that's going to be a like, whoa, how does it know that? But it's also, that's the beauty of some of the, the systems or the, mm-hmm. uh, the software and the technology is eventually going to be able to help us do that. Yeah. I mean, I would even argue that we're almost already there. Just have your wife go online and place the order, and then you just gr- drive and go pick it up. Uh, yeah, well, and then you'll have you your milk and your car, beer. Right? Exactly. With with COVID, that all switched, so, right? You know, I'm problem. here, and they bring it to you. Problem solved. Oh, unbelievable. So, I think most businesses kind of have a sense of this already. All right, I'm local. I need to make sure that Google knows. And so, how do I tell Google that I am? where I am besides putting those terms on my page. Mm-hmm. There's a couple other things you can do. So there's what I would call directories that are on okay. the internet. And those directories might not be what you think they are. Yep. So one might be your Google business profile, making sure that you have the right address on your profile. And that includes even going further down. You want to have your right operating hours, email address. They send emails about that. Oh, they do. They want to make sure, again, if we go back to what I just said earlier, Google's a great service for businesses. When you use it properly, it will help you get more business. So when you get that notification saying, hey, Mark, are you going to be open on Memorial Day? Update your Google business profile. They're doing it so no one comes knocking on your door when you're closed. Right. And then they leave you a bad review. So these profiles, whether that is on your Facebook page, your Google business profile, your Yelp, Foursquare, Yellow Pages, some of these places that actual people go to to Mm -hmm. make sure that information is correct. 
and you call all of those more or less directories except them, for Facebook yeah. would be a directory. There are other directories out there that I have seen and it I've been told that it's good to be for SEO to be listed in those other directories. Is that true? Definitely true. Okay. And so that the answer is these directories, no matter what they are, there's a lot of them that are really specific to a certain vertical. So you'll right. see one for lawyers, you'll see one for tradespeople, you'll see one for any different category nowadays. Okay. They have a wealth of information. So they're not only just covering, in our case, the Atlanta area, they're covering the whole US. Got so it. they have a giant directory of every plumber in the States well optimized with correct information. So this is why sometimes if you were to do that search of plumber near me or plumber with the city you live in, you might see, and I'm going to make this up here, a site uh, come up, Best Plumbers USA. Right. And it's going to have all the plumbers in it. You'll go in, you'll put in your zip code, and it's going to be ranked above all of the local plumbers that you could call. Mm -hmm. And it's because at the end of the day, think about this, Google's your friend now. You say, hey, friend, Mr. Google, I need a plumber. Can you help me? Well, here you go, Mark. Here's a giant list of all the plumbers in your area versus, well, here's one plumber that I know. Right. So that is why these directories are so powerful. And when a local business can take advantage of one, either on the free side, right. make sure that you're listed properly there. You can put your specials, phone number, email, photographs, any of these things that you can do or if they offer what I would call an advanced profile where you're paying mm -hmm. a monthly fee, and that might be to be a featured listing, you might be able to upload a video, they give you extra perks. Why not take advantage of it knowing that on an SEO, local SEO, how Google results are shown, if you can make sure that you're there at the top, why not take advantage of it? It doesn't hurt. It's the game that we all have to play as business owners now, right. uh, as fortunate or unfortunate as that is. Yeah. So this is really interesting. The So it's easy to look at those secondary, and I would call it, maybe that's the wrong term, but I'm going to use that term for today. They're not primary. They're not Google. They're not Bing, right? What are those search engines? What are the, the most important search engines? Google, we know. Bing, is that second? There's some people that still use Bing. Yeah. And I think that's pretty much it after that. You know, <laughs> it, it just all falls off. Yeah. And so it would be easy to look at some of those other directories and say, I don't want to be on those. It's a waste of my time. But you're telling me that Google does look at those directories and says, well, here's a good list of direct of people specifically, like lawyers, doctors. There are doctor directories all day long. Mm -hmm. So they're looking at those directories and importing that information as their own search criteria as well. Is that a good way of looking at it or is that wrong? Uh, half and half. Okay. So I would say that Google is looking at these directories and we're gonna call them websites because that's okay. what they are, sure. website directories. They are being listed higher than a local business's website. So okay. let's, use, let's use the lawyer for example. A lawyer has his own website, but then there are directories that have every lawyer in it typically that directory is going to rank higher in a search than maybe someone local oh oh yeah so it'll show up as i in my search results at the high level at of the, the higher so page my, one here's a directory correct. of all the in you know the people in this industry and that's why the game is not only do you need your own property your own website what you own and control sure make sure that's accurate yep. and benefits your prospects or your customers or clients but also know that the game is also that some of these directories 
are going to rank higher than you in a search and that's why you have to be there naturally is there an easy way to get listed on all these directories that are out there or do you have to go one by one by one there are services that will put them you know all your information on directories across okay. the board do you guys do that uh, we do that we actually okay. do manual submissions yeah so that we can have more control over it all because right so there's an automated system and there can, is an automated system okay. but what i would have found is those automated systems are going to list you on all sorts of directories and truth be told there are directories out there that no one is ever going to right, right. or ever going to use. That and aren't then, showing up on page one. Correct. Yeah. So paying for that service doesn't make sense. Okay. That's why if you kind of use the sort of the big, the big ones, meaning that you've got your Google, Facebook, Yelp, all sort of taken care of, mm. you're pretty much set. Those, that's where people hang out. All right. So if I am a B2B organization, should I be on Yelp? Or is that primarily just B2C? It's both. Is it? Okay. I think, you know, again, it's a well-optimized site. Yeah. So why not take advantage of being there? Uh, it's a free listing. Hmm. So cool. I would say, yes, be there. It is also a place where your customers or clients can leave reviews for you. Right. So my thought is always better to be found than not at all. Right. Good. And what if you just get one customer from it? How long did it take you to set up that profile? True. Right? Yeah. There's this worry that I have that... Gosh, if I if I drop that information there and then I move my office, am I going to remember all these places? That's half the battle, isn't it? I got I got to, I got to remember all this. It can be. Uh, that's where we have a tool where we just put in your website and your business information, and I can tell you whatever directory you're oh. listed in currently. Oh, cool! And we manually then submit that address change. Go fix that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yep. So don't worry about it. All right. That's good to know. Okay. So you know. We do social media over at ePresence, so I'm really interested in social and how that impacts SEO. What does that look like? And is there someone, someone, should an organization spend a lot of time focusing on social to impact SEO? Or really, what's that advantage there? Yeah. I would look at them completely different from themselves. Um, okay. Having an active Facebook, Instagram, or any social media platform isn't going to rank you hire in a Google search, which is what SEO is about. It's search engine optimization. But the flip side is being active on those channels is that when someone does find you in a search or recommends you or a word of mouth referral, what are they going to do? They're probably gonna to go to Google, type in your business name. They're gonna end up on your website. More than likely you have a link or a Facebook icon or showing your Instagram images. Right. What do they do? They click over from your from Google to your website, now to your Instagram page. Well, who wants to go to an Instagram page for a business that hasn't posted in two years? Yeah, well, it actually makes me always wonder if that business is still there. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So it's not an SEO yep. mechanism or trigger at all. It actually just has to do with how do you want to be perceived in the marketplace. Gotcha. So um, one of the things that we talk about is that social media influences people to do business with you. And, um, and it should push people to the website. How important is that Facebook page to a business? And um, is it important for a business to optimize the Facebook page uh, more so than others? I, and I, just because Facebook is the 800 pound gorilla. Yeah. Well, again, it goes back to yes, 
that Facebook page for your business. I don't know if optimized is the right word. I would say that it should be correct. You want to make okay. sure again that you have the right information on there because as I just said earlier, you just never know is someone going to go to your Facebook page to get your phone number right. or are they going to go to your website to get your phone number? Yeah. We see this all the time. So ignoring your Facebook page, whether you're active on social or not, but like you just said, what if you move and you didn't update your Facebook page right. and I drive across town to find out you Ouch. moved? <laughs> not a good customer experience. <laughs> yeah. Right. So it really has to do with the information you have on the internet, whether Facebook, Google, website, anything we've already talked about, is it accurate so that you and your customers will have a great experience? I'm gonna tell you, I got you know, I'm running my own business as it is. I can't imagine trying to keep up with all this. There's so much to do. That's why it's good to hire an organization like you to help keep up with all of that. Gosh, all those changes because you guys know where to look. There's another thing, another question that comes up about, up about Facebook, and I've seen this that businesses have used Facebook as their website. Have you ever seen that? I have. See, <laughs> what do you think about that? Oh, the biggest mistake and the, <laughs> the biggest thing that Facebook pulled on every small business owner Why was because a, you and I are old enough yeah. to remember this, that, yeah. that Facebook said, you know what, you don't need a website, Mr. Lo Mrs. Local Business, what? just use Facebook. And it was great mm -hmm. because they told us all to get as many likes as you can and your posts were seen by everyone. Right. It was high times. Right. And then all of a sudden they went public. <laughs> and then next thing you knew, organic reach, which is when you post a picture. Define organic reach for yep. our audience. So as a business, you post a picture or text or something on your Facebook page. We'll call that a post. That post is seen by, well, currently less than 1% of your likes and followers. 1% of likes or followers. And wait, even the people that say they like my stuff aren't going to see it. Not a, not a chance. Is that true for the personal pages? Not so much personal. Right. Correct. That's what's confusing but, about Facebook, because you see it reaching people on your personal site. It's like, oh, my company page will reach as many people. Right. But if you want to solve that, Facebook has an amazing advertising platform <laughs> uh, that they will gladly make sure that your posts are seen which, by everyone. Which, But that is true, right? The mm -hmm. advertising side of Facebook can help you reach more people, and it's certainly the goal. That's how mm -hmm. they make money. So. Yep. You know, I kind of tip my hat to them, but it's still important to know just having a Facebook page isn't going to help people find you. And you're also not going to have your content not going to reach as many people as you think. Yes. And so, you know, that that is the thing where a lot of small business owners are really not so happy with Facebook because they right. did put a lot of effort into these pages. They might have hired someone to, you know, create them, make nice designs, and maybe they're currently using an agency as well. And this is where it has to be, again, this sort of paid and organic because Facebook and even Instagram and even LinkedIn and any of the social media platforms, it's not just a Facebook issue. Right. If you have a strategy that combines organic and paid, you can do targeted advertising, not only to your current customers or likes, but to people that you want to be seen in front of so that they become customers. Yeah, so very smart. Social's great. Yeah. Just you got to use it right, and it's and it's not the only solution, and that's what's so important for for everyone to understand. Social media is a valuable component, but don't make it the only place that you're investing your marketing dollars. Okay, so we got six minutes left. So in three minutes ish, I'm going to ask you the heaviest question of the whole day. All right, what's it cost, and is it worth it? What's the, what is social? What does SEO cost someone, and is it worth investing in it? 
Mm-hmm. And my favorite answer, like most people that do SEO, is it depends. It's <laughs> uh, the classic marketing answer. It, it is, yeah. but you know, so how we do it at Forward Push is we work with our clients to figure out what is the average lifetime value of one of their customers. Good. Once you know that number, then you can start to figure out what you should pay to acquire that customer. Mm-hmm. So I'll give you an example. We just went through this exercise with with a client recently who said they wanted to get into pay-per-click advertising. So Google Ads. Okay. Also called SEM. SEM as okay. well, right? Yep. $2,000 budget. Okay. Well, in their category, the cost per click. So what does it cost them each time someone clicks on their ad was roughly around $20. Mm, wow. It's so that, expensive. It's expensive. It's yep. a you know, a highly competitive industry. Got it. $2,000, $20 cost per click. That would net them about 100 clicks to their website. So, right? Okay. Now let's say an average website will be generous with their website. Let's say it converts at 5%. Okay. Well, now that's 10 forms, five form submissions, right? Five yep. form submissions gotcha. at that point. Well, their sales staff, eh, maybe they close about half the deals that come through. Mm -hmm. So now they've just paid $2,000 for roughly two customers. I have to work with them to say, will you make more than $2,000 off those two clients? Right. It's the same thing for SEO. Mm -hmm. No matter what number I tell you, if I tell you $100 or $100,000, that money that that business is investing, will you see a return on it that will make you happy at the end of the day. Yeah. And that's Good. how you figure out that answer. All right, there's a lot more to that. Um, that's We could have spent 30 minutes talking about that yeah. alone. Um, and I think that the, I think the trick is, correct me if I'm wrong, that you gotta have a partner that's going to be honest with you to say, yeah, we can take your money, but here's how you want to measure success. And that's a good KPI, a key performance indicator, yep. right? What that works out to. Yeah. All right. Where do you want people to go to find out more about Forward Push? Yep. Go to our website, which is forwardpush.com. And if you're on the socials, anywhere under Forward Push. Easy enough. All right. Well, Mark, I appreciate you being here. I love your name, by the way. You've, uh, uh, you spell it wrong, for the record. What You're, you're mm-hmm. an M-A-R-C. But, uh, but I'm so glad that you were able to join us today, and I appreciate your partnership. Thank you so much. Thank you. So, folks, for the rest of you guys, you can find ePresence at ePresence.me. That's ePresence.me because it's all about you. This show is produced by ePresence and Business Radio X. And what do we do? We manage personal, company, social media, help you make those more potent. And we also offer consulting and training on those areas. By being a How's Your ePresence listener, you automatically get a 5% discount on our services. How do you get that? Right there on the screen, Morgan's going to put that. There it is, e-pr.me slash listener. So e-pr is uh, short for ePresence, e-pr.me slash listener. Go there, select that form there, and you can automatically get a 5% discount on all of our services. 
How's Your Presence is everywhere. You can find us on YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook. Wherever you are, please subscribe so you get a notification on when we go live. We would love that. We are. Uh, this show is produced by Morgan Wood back in the studio. And here at Business Radio X, Mike Salmon and team are on the job. And we appreciate all the work they do here at Business Radio X. Until next time, for my guest, Mark Apple, I'm Mark Galvin. Thank you for joining How's Your Presence. Thank you.